0: This episode of the Italian Wine Podcast is brought to you by the new book, San Giovese, Lambrusco, and Other Vine Stories. Researchers Attilio Scenza and Serena Imazio explore the origin and ancestry of European grape varieties in a tale of migration, conquest, exploration, and cross-cultural exchange. Hardback available on Amazon in Europe. Kindle version available worldwide. Find out more at italianwinebook.com. Italian Wine Podcast. Cin with Italian Wine People.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Italian Wine Podcast. In this podcast, we will continue our chat with Professor Scienza, Italy International Academy Chief Scientist, on Malvasia. Now, this is the English language translation of the original podcast recorded with Professor Scienza in Italian. Now, remember, on our website, you will find both the Italian and English language transcripts of this episode. Now, in this second part of our discussion regarding Malvasia, we will focus on a wonderful story regarding the Malvasia di Candia variety, Leonardo da Vinci, the famous Italian Renaissance man, and his vineyard in Milan. Thanks Attilio and welcome back. Now, we've learned some surprises about Malvasia di Candia Aromatica relatively recently. Can you tell us the story of the researchers and their discovery or discoveries?
0: Well, there is a good story to tell about the Malvasia di Candia Aromatica, which is not the Malvasia di Candia of Lazio, it is something different because this Malvasia di Candia Aromatica was the vine cultivated by Leonardo da Vinci in his vineyard that he had at the Altolani's house. Leonardo arrives in Milan and is called by Ludovico il Moro with the task of organising the defences of Milan. He's also to organise the navilli, or navigable canals, and the parties, because Ludovico il Moro uses Leonardo for his wedding and all the decorations that are designed for this wedding, as was then in vogue. Leonardo, however, in order to work in Milan, must be transformed into a citizen of Milan. For this, he needs a home, and the only way is to give him this villa, which is currently very close to the place where the fresco of the Last Supper is painted. And this villa has space inside, as was the medieval custom, where one would keep a lawn, or a vegetable garden, or a vineyard. The vineyard, within this particular villa, remained until 1943, when it was destroyed by an American bombardment. Fortunately, this vineyard, or what remains of this vineyard, though buried with the materials from the demolition of the houses after the bombing, has roots that remain vital. They remain vital, therefore, until our time. In 2013, the University of Milan was commissioned to rebuild Leonardo's vineyard. So we began to dig, following the drawing that Leonardo had made of his vineyard and we found, at last, that stumps remained, these vines that were ungrafted, and of course, the roots. They extracted DNA from these roots using molecular archaeology, and by comparing the microsatellite profile of these roots against the databases, this unknown specimen was placed near the Malvasia decandia, which is still cultivated in Piacenza, Malvasia decandia aromatica. Well, we calmed down a bit when we saw this result, We said, okay, in 1500 the Venetians had spread the fame of this wine and therefore also of the grape from which the wine is produced. And then, around 1501, Leonardo frequented areas towards Mantua and Venice, so it made sense that he had absorbed this Malvasia culture. But the most curious thing is that when we had started to compare the profile of this so-called unknown grape variety with that of Malvasia automatica in a cluster, we saw that this unknown specimen always ended up not closely related to familiar oriental malviziers. Instead, it was more closely related to grape varieties originating in the Po Valley, more closely related to Bernarda, Ruque, some Lambruscos. This new information contradicted our hypothesis, that we were dealing with a malvasier of Greek origin, and what helped us was also the reconstruction of the origin of the Altalani family this family that owned Leonardo's house also had a property in a village between Pavia and Castel Monferrato called Candia. Hence, it was not the Greek Candia that gave its name to Malvasia Aromatica, but instead this small town named Candia where they cultivated this Malvasia. It was therefore a Malvasia of Po Valley origin. In fact, the most important relative is the Malvasia Odorissima of Parma, no longer in existence, which contributed the aroma of the Malvasia de Moscato to this Malvasia. So we have confirmed a Po Valley origin for our Malvasia, a very original Malvasia. It can make very aromatic wines. Sometimes it is sweet, other times it is dry. Very often it is vinified in autoclave, producing a sparkling wine which is very pleasant for consumption during the summer. Goes well with ham, various cold cuts, melon, and so on.
1: I heard a rumour you appeared as a character in a novel published around the time of the 2015 Milan Expo. Care to share?
0: This story about Leonardo's vineyard prompted a writer named Giovanni Negri to write a novel called Il Vignetto da Vinci, which was published for the 2015 Milan Expo. This curious story sees as its protagonist a certain police commissioner, Kuzelich, that takes on the case of a kidnapped professor, who happens to be me. It would seem this professor was kidnapped because, as our commissioner believes, there is interest in reconstructing the da Vinci vineyard to make a very expensive wine. It is an interesting story to read, a detective story published for the Expo, and of course you can find it in bookshops.
1: Great. I hope they find you in the novel and that there's a happy ending. Now we conclude this second part of our educational talk on Malvasia by suggesting to our listeners some bibliographical references. Can you point us towards any available resources if we want to learn more about Malvasia or any of the topics you've covered today?
0: To dig deeper into the topic of Malvasia and also to learn more about the research that uncovered Leonardo's Malvasia di Candia Aromatica, there are two recent books of mine, One is called La Stirpe del Vino, written together with Dr. Serena Imazio and published by Sperling and Kupfer in Italian. The English language translation is also available, titled Sangiovese, Lambrusco and Other Vine Stories. Within, you can find a whole series of in-depth information, not only about Leonardo's vineyard and Malvasia, but also about many other great varieties. We cover all the genetic, cultural and anthropological influences acting upon these vines over the centuries.
1: Perfect. Thank you very much, Attilio. You can also find information about Attilio's latest book in English on our website italianwinepodcast.com and that's all one word, Italian Wine podcast. Thanks again to Professor Schenzer for telling us about Malvazir and thanks to everyone listening in. See you next time.
0: I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and look forward to our next meeting. Listen to all of our pods on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Himalaya FM and on italianwinepodcast.com. Don't forget to send your tweets to at